Thank you for downloading this podcast. Hi, and welcome to the podcast for Solomon Staircase Masonic Lodge number 357, where we talk about all things related with Freemasonry, including hermetic teachings, philosophy, reason, spirituality, and much more. We're located in Buena Park, Southern California. Tune in as we continue to update our podcast with informative talks and articles for Masons worldwide and those who would like to inquire within. The Call to Brotherhood Greetings from the East The world is shattered by war. Who can hide from it? Even those of us fortunate to be at a safe distance from its horrors and depravity still share in some part the gut-wrenching misery and devastation, if only in the understanding of how it fractures and damages civil, moral, and peaceful humanity. Apart from its rationale, war is also hard to contain. It can and has pulled nations into its indiscriminate death spiral, claiming millions of innocent lives. Our early modern Freemasonry traces its roots into the mid-1600s, where in the aftermath of the English Civil War and other European conflicts, opposing sides were repulsed and shocked at the magnitude of the raging violence meted out against their fellow countrymen. Essentially, it is here in this moment, certain historically notable men came together as brothers and formed a nucleus for a new intellectual and private society where the discussion of religion and politics would be diminished and replaced with the search for truth in nature. Such began the greatest advance in the history of the world. And it is also here where we see a nascent scientific awakening that will characterize the Enlightenment, guided by a reverential religious philosophy that begins to form the early structure of our Freemasonry. The call to a brotherhood founded on the principles that make men better through friendship and mutual affection, despite their differences, was almost also certainly established here. Such a new brotherhood was based on a higher call that meant advancements in learning, together with civility and decency as guidance, that would displace the wrangling over politics and religion, the twin causes for sharp differences in opinion among people. Who can best work and best agree, other than men who truly see themselves as brothers? To discover what works for the best of all in consensus. This is the call. Being united in the understanding that morality and its offspring of justice, civility, and innocence can only be sustained when men pursue higher aims, being part of a universal brotherhood of good, under the fatherhood of God. John MacArthur, Master. The call to brotherhood. Is the world that we live in good or bad? This question still needs answering. One consolation is that it is all relative. The factions have their reasons, however debatable, in the chambers and declamations of education temples. The notion of peace itself is relative, which doesn't last long. What the majority agrees on becomes a law that needs representative leadership. Someone like Gandhi or MLK needs to come from the incorrigible side that needs to rectify their own malfunction. Outsiders will only debate and go home to normalcy. Only the wearer knows where the shoe pinches. The extreme populace has their reasons, but like any political election or collective decisiveness, it is the moderates that call shots and tilt the outcome on one side. 
The future of our planet depends on the will of the moderates to as certain. This is who we are and this is what we stand for. Thereby, the results will be decisive for good or bad. My boat is so small. Your waters are so deep. Freemasonry practices a grouped approach to making a man solid and successful in life. Wherever he goes and whoever he represents, the worshipful master entreats that goodness of heart, purity of intention, and love of virtue in the qualified candidate that shines through the crevices of ignorance to the light of acceptance as a decent human being. Brotherhood maintains that separate class of society that keeps aloof from mundane politics of regions, whereas accepting the challenges wherewith kind care, love, and universal focus is a dire need of the hour. The burdens and responsibilities of the craft remain while its benefits and privileges adorn an otherwise common man to turn him special. Such well-rounded gentlemen can row the boat against the uppity tide to finally realize it's possible to do it differently, for good, not for bad. Let the compass be thy guide. The Brotherhood of Man How easy is it to give love to a dog, to pet it and offer it your affection? How freely can they give it back in return? Sometimes I see a stranger and hope to comfort them with kind words, not knowing their troubles, but understanding mine. I see a rock or a mountain and love it for what it is. I cannot get mad at a tree for being a tree. Such is the love we should share for all our fellow creatures. How do we so easily grow at edge with our loved ones, those who are closest to us, our wives, brothers, and children, when they deserve that same love? Brotherhood of man is a moral lesson because we have the potential for it, but also the ability to stray. It is a gift that, if exercised, we can benefit ourselves from and those around us. We are all a family and the children of a loving and eternal God. Our Father has given us this time to use. Let us support and comfort each other in our trials and share with and embrace each other in our times of jubilation. Robert Schultz Editor's Note What kind of man becomes a mason? The old saying is, we take good men and make them better, not we take anyone and make them better. There needs to be a good solid base to build from, as with anything that is expected to last. So, are all masons good men? That is an interesting question to which I would have to answer no. Why? Because there are sometimes men who can put on a good act and give the appearance that they are good, but the base of their character is built on sand and not rock. They may come to masonry looking to be better, but if they are not starting from a solid foundation, they tend to eventually show the faults in their character based on the faults in their foundation. So are the rest perfect? No, not at all. But they are all good men with a good foundation. We all err. We all make mistakes. We all say the wrong things sometimes. We all occasionally jump to the wrong conclusions. We all do things that are not representative of the man we want to be. But we recognize them and strive to be better. Through masonry, we learn lessons through the symbols of the tools of an operative mason. We learn through the level that we are all equal before God and man. We are walking on the level of time towards that undiscovered country from whose born no traveler returns. And that saying is actually from Hamlet, scene one, act three. We learn from the square to square our actions by the square of virtue. 
We learn from the plumb to stand uprightly before God and man. We learn from the 24-inch gauge to divide our time into portions for those things most important to us. We learn from the gavel to constantly chip away at those parts of ourselves that are rough and ugly. We learn from the trowel to spread the things that are good and positive and that unite us with our brothers. We learn the importance of temperance, fortitude, prudence, and justice. We learn what these mean to us as masons and for our conduct in the world at large. We learn how to speak in front of a group, how to run a meeting, how to memorize, and how to hold ourselves to a high standard. As we look around the world today, you have to wonder why more men aren't looking to become masons. The requirements, in California at least, are that you are a man, are 18 or older, and believe in a supreme being. Yes, you can be pretty much any religion and become a mason if you meet the other requirements. Atheists need not apply for reasons that will be explained if you decide to join. We have seen a lot of men seeking information lately, and as this world gets crazier and crazier, I expect we will see more. Why? I feel there are a lot of good men out there who are looking for something more than what they get from their phone or computer. There are men that are realizing that so many likes on social media isn't really that fulfilling or satisfying to the soul. There are men that are ready to meet other men who are looking to be part of something bigger than themselves or what they can type into a search bar. There is so much more to be found when you spend time with good men and learn about and from each other as you contribute to each other's happiness and share in each other's sorrows. So what kind of a man becomes a mason? The kind of a man who is a good man on a solid foundation who wants to constantly improve himself. The kind of a man who you call a father, a brother, a husband, a son, an uncle, a grandfather, or even just a friend. The kind of man that when you describe him, there is usually somewhere in that description about him being a good man. The kind of man who meets all of the requirements above and has heard the call to brotherhood. Aaron Reddick, Editor. And then I also threw a quote down at the bottom of this from Matthew 7:24-27 from the New King James Version of the Bible. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. So we'll close out this episode with another round of Ask Chat GPT. So in this episode, I asked Chat GPT, why should men become Freemasons? And the answer was, men may choose to become Freemasons for a variety of reasons, and these motivations can be highly personal. Here are some common reasons why individuals choose to join Freemasonry. Personal growth and development. Freemasonry offers a structured framework for self-improvement and personal development. It provides tools and teachings aimed at helping individuals become better versions of themselves. Moral and ethical values. Freemasonry emphasizes a strong moral and ethical foundation. It encourages members to live virtuous lives, uphold high moral standards, and act with integrity in their personal and professional lives. Sense of brotherhood and camaraderie. Joining a Masonic Lodge provides an opportunity to forge deep and lasting friendships with like-minded individuals who share similar values and principles. It fosters a sense of belonging and mutual support. Community service and charity. Freemasonry is dedicated to making positive contributions to society through charitable activities and community service projects. 
Members take pride in giving back to their communities and making a difference in the lives of others. Lifelong learning and knowledge. Freemasonry encourages the pursuit of knowledge, wisdom, and enlightenment. It provides a platform for intellectual exploration and the study of symbolic teachings. Ritual and Symbolism Many Freemasons are drawn to the rich symbolism and ritualistic ceremonies that are an integral part of the Masonic experience. These rituals are designed to convey important moral and philosophical lessons. Inclusivity and Diversity Freemasonry welcomes men from diverse backgrounds, religions, races, and cultures. It fosters an environment of tolerance and respect for different perspectives and beliefs. Legacy and Tradition For some, becoming a Freemason is a way to connect with a long-standing tradition that dates back centuries. It allows individuals to be a part of an organization with a rich history and heritage. Philosophical and Spiritual Exploration Freemasonry encourages introspection and contemplation about the nature of existence, the universe, and one's place within it. It provides a space for philosophical and spiritual inquiry. Leadership Opportunities Freemasonry offers members the chance to take on leadership roles within their lodges, providing valuable experience in organizational management and teamwork. It's important to note that the reasons for joining Freemasonry can vary from person to person. Each individual brings their own unique perspective and motivations. Ultimately, becoming a Freemason is a personal choice, and individuals should explore their own interests, values, and goals to determine if Freemasonry aligns with their aspirations. And with that, we'll close out the episode. As always, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a comment. We enjoy hearing from our listeners. If you really like what you heard, share this podcast with your friends and lodge members. Visit us online at solomonstaircase.org.